kitty cat in the city chat. <laughs> I, I really kitty just... cat in the city too. <laughs> lost in Baton Rouge. <laughs> this cat's lost in a smaller city. <laughs> If you thought New York was bad, wait until this kitty cat visits the former Confederacy. You thought New York was huge for that kitty cat, but wait until that kitty cat gets into a smaller city that it can probably walk in 45 minutes. Dealing with hurricanes, (laughs) floods, and a slightly more racist police department. And possibly Eric Bischoff. We'll see later on today. Did I tell you I have a new segment for Fight Bites? Oh, no, please. I'm excited. Does it have to do with whether Eric Bischoff is in some way portraying some element of the Confederacy in the episode? It's revolving around that. (laughs) So everyone, let's just jump right into it. My name is Bo. My name's Mike. And because the window's open, we're going to get real loud here. And you're listening to Topaz Suicida! For one day only, it's also fantastic teens and where to find them. <laughs> uh, I didn't. I sh- I didn't want to tell that on Mike, but I should have. The teens, teens mm, taking orders and teens, fantastic teens. <sighs> Bo had an experience with a teen. Yeah, yeah. So this new segment it's called Building the Case. Building the case. Yeah. Okay. And I'll reveal the two bullet points after we watch. So that's a that's a lead in. You want to stay with the whole show because this will be in the outro, right? Where you'll fill that, figure out the full potential of the segment building the case. Okay, I can I guess what the questions are? Sure. Did Eric Bischoff use the term "states' rights" at least once during the broadcast? That could be a potential question. Okay. Okay. <laughs> We'll have to see. You'll have to stay tuned for about 45 minutes. Oh, wow. Okay. Fight Bites. We haven't done one of these in a while, but it's good to be back in the saddle, eh? Yeah, and I think in my head, I know when we're supposed to do them. Yeah. Because we always do them every 10 weeks. That's the consequence of having a beautiful mind. Yeah, and my head was like, we should do these every in like an order. Mm, mm, mm. And so now, sure enough, here we are, episode 177. It was 167 was Fight Bites 19. Now we're on Fight Bites 20. We're cruising, baby. We're on cruise We're not control. really cruising. We're, remember, we're only January 15th, 1996. <laughs> we're not cruising anywhere. <laughs> we're entering into a new era, though. 96 is going to be a big year. <laughs> We've said this for three or four Fight Bites. Because I feel like we've been in January for about seven months. <laughs> we have. We have. If we're doing it. Over, we, we have. And I don't want to move these up. To like uh, more than every ten episodes yeah. because it's too many fight bites. <laughs> but there's just so much nitro and raw. So, so if we do if we do a fight bite every ten weeks, yeah. then we'll do five a five fight bites a year. you guys all of you fine folks for sticking <laughs> with us through the monday night fight is not going anywhere Tope Suicida is the lawrence of arabia oh it is it is the dr zhivago 
It is the bridge on the river Kwai of wrestling podcasts. And what he means by that is long and shown in schools for educational purposes. <laughs> really? Did, did you have one of those movies shown when you were a kid? Lawrence of Arabia. Really? Yeah. A Lawrence. I think it's just a teacher that's like, yeah. I don't know. This is three and a half hours. Man, you know what's fun? This is four VHS. What's, fun, what's, fun, what's fun is when you watch, watch Lawrence of Arabia. No, well, don't. But, I mean, if you ever did, watch watch the camel that Lawrence rides in the movie. That camel is so pissed. He, he fucking hates his job. Speaking of a camel. Yeah. We watched WrestleMania nine last week. Oh, that's right, brother. And after which, when I was building the show notes yeah. for the publication um, of the show, I found Macho Man and Bobby the Brain Heenan's walkouts. <gasps> yes. And Bobby Special. came out on a camel mm. backward because Backwards. the camel had it in for Bobby. <laughs> well, Bobby was supposed to be with the Vestal Virgins. <laughs> yeah, which JR kept telling us. <laughs> reiterated they are many, virgins. many times that there were virgins and Bobby was supposed to what come out What year was that in again? 93. Okay, so I was watching Rampage earlier, 2023, mm-hmm. and Maria Canellas came out. And JR in 2023 <laughs> said, man, that Maria Canellas, she just does not age. So I thought that was. And then Excalibur quickly changed subjects. We'll just, we just, it's not going to be long, dude. Before, you got to put JR on the Before JR is not, not on Rampage either. There's no, like, it's, I, you know, there's just, there's clearly no spot for him on Dynamite. It's it's only a matter of time before it's time to ride off into the sunset. You know what I mean? It'll just be backstage. Like the, the like the. No, like, I don't even you don't think, think you can that. do a two on two, a one on one sit down. With 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 stars with with wrestlers, like that Eddie Kingston, Claudio. Do you think Jr. in the middle would have been? Oh yeah, yeah. You could have done that, sure. But even those are bad. <laughs> even those are bad. He, we love you, Jr. He, we he's horny and old. You know. Look, we love Jr. But I would say more that I, I loved Jr. No, I, I still have I still have a, a fondness and an appreciation. For what he uh, what he meant to our uh, our collective childhoods, but yeah. now it is not good. It is not good to listen to JR on commentary. Sorry, no, it's it's not. So this is uh, so here we are, episode one seventy seven. Yeah, fight bites Monday night fight bites episode twenty twentieth one January fifteenth nineteen ninety six. Mm-hmm. You know what day that is. What holiday lies on this Monday? Oh, sure. Yeah, it's a President's Day or something, isn't it? Very close. Martin Luther King Jr. Day. All right. Well, okay. So more important than President's Day. (laughs) And it's very interesting because that maybe that'll tie into building the case. We'll see later. Right. We'll see. We'll see how that works. We'll see. Happy Martin Luther King Day. We'll see what happens. Don't tread on me. We'll see what happens. Oh, no. For later. Uh, But until then and until the main part of the show, I uh, have a segment that I... I have for you that you met you've you've you texted me you're saying Bo when is this segment Bo I missed this segment so much I need it in my life and I was like Mike I'll give it to you later what and you're like please Bo I yeah, need this segment I, I was ravenous for it yeah and it was Bo's topics <laughs> that's not ever been a segment before Bo's has topics no that's brand new what you had Bo's notes Bo's notes that's well this is kind of that Bo's topics <laughs> What does that even mean? I thought it's what I called what it. What does so. that even mean? It's Bo's, a pivot. It's Bo's notes. Bo's what, are you just going to list a bunch of stuff, but then not talk about them? You That's kind of what Bo's like, notes You're going to be like, <laughs> philosophy, <laughs> politics. Is that not what Bo's notes were? 
Here's the first bullet, Mike. New AEW ring ropes. That's the bullet point. Yeah, great, good, yeah. <laughs> they were still red, white, and blue on Rampage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was watching Dynamite. I was like, have those been like that for weeks now? But I think it was the first week. I think it was. What do you th- what do you think? Well, as as an old new generation WWF head, uh, I love it. The red, white, and blue. That, that 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 that's the best you can do for ring ropes, as far as I'm concerned. You know what? I want to agree as far as I'm concerned part, but I love the ring ropes being uh, uh, different colors as well. You know why? Because mm. you get those photos of wrestlers in the ring. You're like, what? what where is this? It's dynamite because there's AEW's ring ropes. Red, white, and blue. Well, that's how you can always tell the WWF is the red, white, and blue ropes. They're all white now, I think. They're all the various, I mean, usually they're all one color. Yeah. Either usually all white, all red, all black. Uh, Were they ever yellow for a time in NXT? I don't think so. But but like locally, Mm -hmm. if I see these teal, almost the color of your sweater there, Mm -hmm. I go, oh, that's Power Wrestling in Eugene. Yeah. I know what that is. Yeah. None of that. That's the only one in this area that does that. Mm-hmm. I would like like enjoy. They used to have pink ropes, like their logo and their neon pink, but now they're just white ropes too. And I, I miss. I like the vibrant colors because then you immediately know. I know that show. I know that brand. Yeah, like for instance, WCW Halloween Havoc '89. You had the orange rope on top, and then you had the black rope on the bottom, and then you had the orange and black stripy rope in the middle, and you know immediately. <laughs> that it was WCW Halloween Havoc 1989. Like, you see these flaming mats on the ground, you know immediately that it's a, it's a Thursday Thunder or a Nitro. No, you know it's kind of... Nitro, baby. Monday Nitro when you got flames on your mats. So we like that note. Yes, yes, I did. I like that, that topic. I like that topic. Uh, have you watched Rampage? No, I haven't watched Rampage. a special yet. Saturday one. I didn't think you would. Uh-huh. Dynamite, though? Dynamite, You're yes. all caught up there. All caught up. Good, because Hobbs wrestled on Dynamite. So, he also wrestles on Rampage mm-hmm. against Penta because he whooped up Ray. Right. Penta's mad now. I like that Powerhouse Hobbs is not indestructible. Mm-hmm. Like the Ray match proved that. Right. Uh, it makes his matches mean something. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, uh, to me, it feels like it makes him uh, harder for him to, his, that, this run to overstay its welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, I compare it to, like... Wardlow, where I love babyface Wardlow, but you can only go so far with every match being a powerbomb symphony. Right. And also, I can't be beaten because I'm huge in Wardlow. Yes. So, like, yeah. No, Hobbs is a much more interesting character. More dynamic, for sure. Much more interesting. And then you throw QT in there. Yeah. Did you see the QTV segment? Sure we're, We're, um... Now I forget his name. Aaron Solo. Yeah. He does Banaka all the whole time. And then he's right. doing the Banaka in the other guy's mouth. <laughs> That's cool. We got to start doing that. Give it, hitting each other with some Banaka at the gym. Ourselves and each other. <laughs> hey, we're getting up close, guys. <laughs> we're doing headlocks and stuff, guys. Just We got a Banaka up. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, because we love Hobbs. We love that run. Nothing wrong with his run. He's the greatest. I'm uh, not Hobbs. I mean uh, Wardlow. Wardlow. Nothing yeah. wrong with that run. But Hobbs, I think, through the Penta match too, when you watch that, it's shown that he he can be fought. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And not he's not just gonna run through you like a like a powerhouse, even though that is his name. You also saw Brody King come out with Julia Hart. Yeah. And lose to Daniel Garcia, which was a very good match. He wrestles uh, someone else. He wrestles a. Uh, 
I like my hat. Jake Hager. Hager? I keep thinking of the Street Fighter, the Final Fight character. Hagar. It's Hager, though. His Hager. Yeah, Hager. Uh, I like the combo of Brody King and Julia Hart when Brody's in a singles match. Yeah. Because, like, he's so big. Yeah. And she's so small. Yeah. And it's like, just like a classic duo. It's a classic it's like big, a Tom small and Jerry. duo. Yeah, it's a Tom and Jerry. I haven't seen Julia wrestle singles in a while because I haven't, she usually wrestles on Dark or Dark Elevation. But it would be cool, I think, if Brody came to the ring with her when she wrestles singles. Because, mm. like, the last time I think I've seen that of, like, this tiny, tiny, tiny woman with just a giant man, mm-hmm. just one, or maybe two, it was two for this, was Alexa Bliss and uh, did the tag runs with um, in NXT with uh, Alexa Bliss and Bailey Murphy. Buddy Murphy. And who was the other guy? Wesley Blake. Wesley Blake. That was good. But they were not huge like Brody King is huge. Yeah, the classic team of Blake and Wesley. <laughs> they were great. Them versus the, the Ciampa and and, uh, mm-hmm. and, and uh, Gargano. Yeah. And... They were good. They were, they, they, they... <laughs> as far as I got. They were boring. No, they were good wrestlers. It was just their team was like a like a loaf of wonder bread ftr i don't want to start dirt sheeting over here but not ftr but dax on his podcast this week was talking about gable because he was tech yeah gable texted him right in the middle yeah. of the show he's like man that gable we we're talking about such and such and such and i just man maybe god i just want to wrestle that guy shorty g he's like maybe i'll wrestle him soon please god <laughs> and the, the matt coon who is the host with dax goes well he's just looking for otis right now so i guess they're in a storyline where otis is missing because they're a tag team they're not still a tag team yeah otis they, and gable have been champs for not right now but they've been champs as that team well i know but they're that great. was like that was like two years ago crazy to think wait they're still like together and friends and stuff well, at least 10 months of those, maybe six months of those were without Vince. So Wow. Okay. All right. Vince apparently loves Otis, which you can imagine. Sure. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, he's huge. Not so big on Shorty G. Oh, he's also fat. Oh, I love him. Yeah, That's but he doesn't Vince. know what to do with Keith Lee. Nobody doesn't know. Which Keith Lee is just Otis, but about two and a half feet taller. It's the same way. It's the same Same guy. It's the same style. Any more any more topics? No. Okay. Wow. How do we feel about that segment? Yeah, I think it was. We'll we'll try to get some feedback. We'll do a user survey from the audience, but I I think that it's going to pull great. I think I want to add this to both topics. Okay. It was the next thing I wanted you to do. Mm. Actually, not you. I didn't want you to do it, but listen, he's been here all day. He was looking at me in the bushes, and I let him in earlier. Yeah, yeah. Rick is here, and I wanted you him. Thought the nature boy, yeah, had gone away. You were wrong, because the champ yeah. is back. Yeah, in business. Woo! So, Rick, um, you tweeted yesterday, the twenty or two, the twenty third. I cool. love Twitter. You love Twitter. Can you read your tweet? And you can do some build up to it if you want with like a typical thing you do. So I want to make it clear that when I woke up yesterday, I be- I started drinking vodka. Mm-hmm. Okay. I drank vodka and then I got in the car. I yeah. wasn't driving, but I had 10 beers on my way to the show. Who was, uh, was Andrade? Was he driving for no. you? 
Harley Race. Okay, so you're not hanging Was out with Andrade and Charlie. Harley okay. Race Jr. <laughs> yeah, Jr., yeah. Was okay. behind the wheel. HRJ. We yeah. talked about his dad a lot. That's all. That's really the only touch point you had with him, huh? <laughs> that's correct. Does he wrestle? Harley Race. I don't think he wrestles. Harley Race Jr. is an insurance agent. <laughs> yeah, so he wasn't. And really- occasionally he performs duties. As the driver of the 16-time heavyweight but like, champion of the world. When you were talking The about, NWA. When you were talking about wrestling, was he happy about the conversation? We talked about everything. I got a Disney Plus. Really? Account. Okay. Like you got him one or you're I sharing him? <laughs> you got on his account? He gave me the password. Yeah. I've got my own profile. It says Harley Race. Junior. What's the icon? And then there's another profile right next to it. It says Nate. So mine's Launchpad from DuckTales. What's his icon? What's his icon? Or what's your icon, rather, Rick? Icon for the nature boy. Obviously. Yeah, obviously. Lots of Disney properties. (laughs) (laughs) You grab one, there's tons. (laughs) Pluto. Yeah, yeah, it's adorable. Pluto, the greatest character in the history of Walt Disney. Do you find Pluto's aloofness very, like, you're connected to that kind of personality trait? Pluto and I have a lot in common because when you're on the road as much as the nature boy is, when you're on the road as much as Pluto the dog is. (laughs) Why is he on? (laughs) Okay. A different city every night. Yeah, yeah. You're in Las Vegas one night. Hop on the PJ, then you're in Atlantic City. Laying down bets at the blackjack table, surrounded by a beautiful woman. Yeah. Beautiful women. <laughs> and vodka. Yeah. And then, both Pluto and I mm. go, because we've hung out on many times. Yes. We go back to the hotel. And we play <laughs> poker. Okay, good. And we drink ten beers. I saw some gears turning. We there. drink ten beers. Ten. You give a dog ten beers. Each of us have ten beers. Okay. While we play poker. Okay. And then 4 a.m. When the gym opens, we're there on the Stairmaster getting ready for our next match. Right, because Pluto's notoriously very skinny, so he's got to be running off. Pluto is the 60-minute dog. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he is. And I'm the 60-minute man. Yeah. I'm going to read this tweet for you. Okay. I just wanted to let you know I had had a little bit of vodka. Okay. And then 10 beers. All right. Sting! (laughs) You are an American treasure. At 64, stealing the show. Thank you, Tony Khan, for treating him with that much respect. So, Rick, I have a question to ask you. Yes. Are we... I'm glad you wished you a happy birthday. I see Sting responded to tweets down there. With a big, huge response. Sting! Sting and I are best friends. Yeah. We always have been. He is my greatest opponent. So close. Huge response, I think, coming from Sting. Other than Harley Race. Right. And Ricky Steamboat. But Sting! Mm Mm-hmm. My greatest opponent. And what did he say in response to your tweet there? He said, love ya, Rick. (laughs) Love ya, Rick. It's a real short. He kept it real quick. With no punctuation. He kept it real short. At the end. 
but that's okay because that is how close we are. We don't have to say a lot of words. Now, Rick, I'm not trying to create, I'm not trying to be salacious and create tension between you and Sting, but it seems to me that with your hashtag and your mention of Tony Khan, you're, you're in your Ouroboros cycle of trying to get into the good graces with Tony again. And I think Sting sees that. You kind of using him as a doorway to get into maybe I'll be on dynamite someday. <laughs> How I do you want to say? I want to just say to something. Yeah. I want to say something. The Nature Boy has plenty of money right. in the bank account. Yeah. Well, it's maybe not in the bank account. Right. You don't. You but can't it's trust the tied up. Yeah, in different assets. The banks these days, you can't trust any of your money in there. But I own the PJ, free and clear. Yeah. Not paying that down anymore. <laughs> You're just not paying it or Rolex it's watches okay. on my ring. You know how many Cadillacs I got? No, but I'm 17. sure you're tell me, yeah. 17 Cadillacs. All white, right? All white. Stretch Cadillacs. Why do you need so many stretch? These are hell on wheels to park. <laughs> they are so difficult to park, but that's why. You have... I have Harley, Harley Race Jr. Jr. Yeah, yeah. He's good at the turning on the... That's huge. right. He learned from the best, and that was his father, Harley. Don't drink and drive, but Harley was great at it. Harley yeah. was great yeah. at two things. Three things. One, cooking barbecue. Right. Fantastic barbecue chef. Two, being a professional wrestler. Three, drinking and driving. <laughs> he, he was yeah. the greatest. He was very good, is what I hear from you. Never had an accident. Never. Ever. Ever. Don't drink and drive. It's, it's a not, bad idea. Yeah. Harley was great at it. <laughs> it's still a bad idea. You it's can a bad be idea. good at it something is, bad. It is illegal. It's, I do not think anyone else should do yep. it. Harley shouldn't have done it. It was the, it was wrong. But he was good but at it. But he was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Y'all, if you want to think of it, you didn't see the sincerity in Rick's eyes when he said it was great as I did. Well, I believe the little hand on the wall there says four and the big hand says six. Yeah. And that means it's time for the nature boy to hit the PJ because we got some bets to lay down in Atlantic City. Me and Arn and Tully and JJ. I like that in 2023. You're, Sid! You're still going to Atlantic City. Perfect! Wyndham! Yeah, they're all still with us. Luger! Yeah. We're all going to be there. Yeah. Sting! He... Is he there? I think he's got a show with AEW. He's like, he's working. Like, he has active work. Sting will be there because, as you saw in his reply, he's the best friend. <laughs> he's my best friend. Yeah. Other than Arn Anderson. And Ricky Steamboat. And Ricky Steamboat. And? Harley Ricky. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll see you later, Rick. <laughs> there he goes. He just floated out my screen wow. window. Wow. He just grabbed the microphone. And then he punched me right in the face. Hey, listen, he was here this I'm, morning. I woke up at four. He was sitting there. In the I'm window. just recovering. I, I, he's very sneaky. He's very because sneaky. I didn't, I didn't see him anywhere in here. And then suddenly he had the microphone, and I had been punched. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what, what happened. You but, won't hear. I'll edit the punch out because Mike doesn't want that on. No, wax. please don't. The the noise I made was really embarrassing. <laughs> it's loud. It was really. I embarrassing. stepped on Ingrid's foot before back then. It was, it's kind of like that. to that. Yeah, but I'll I'll cut that out. Uh, I have a question for you. Okay. 
Now it's time to say who you really like Who do you think is the neatest tights? Who would you pay to see pretend to fight? Who's your favorite, who's your favorite, who's your favorite wrestler? Who is your favorite wrestler? Wow. I mean, come on. It's an easy answer this week, right? I think so. I've never seen him wrestle before. I just saw him wrestle. And I was going to put him as mine, but I knew you'd choose him, so I didn't. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. But I think you can pick him if you want. No, no, no. I have someone else. Okay. El Hijo de Vikingo. Yeah, the son of Viking. Son of, son. son of the Viking. He uh, was in a match with Kenny Omega. It was the main event of Dynamite, and it was bonkers. <laughs> Yeah, he about brained himself, almost brained himself about seven or eight times. It was incredibly dangerous. His wrestling style is incredibly dangerous. It does not have longevity, but you know what? Tides of the night. <laughs> I was like, is he going to take that off? He never did. <laughs> I, was like, is he gonna... I thought yeah. he was going to get just pants on, but mm-hmm. no. no. It was like a velvety Yeah, top. It was like a rash guard. He had a rash guard on. God, it was so good. Yeah. That, that, that second rope. Over Kenny's on the table, spin and almost brain myself on the. Oh, that was that. Uh, you see a side view of it from a. Yeah, there's a private cam. It's bonkers. His head basically. It's it if it if he wasn't rolling, mm-hmm. he would have just smacked straight hit. But because he was rolling, it goes. Yeah, he <laughs> melts over. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, Kenny got dropped right, pretty much right on the back of his head and neck. Off the top rope. That brain buster thing? Yeah. It was really scary. Oh, it was a Hurricane Rana. Right. I'm he, thinking of the one. basically spiked Kenny head first. Uh, that was really scary. I'm thinking of the one where he runs to the turnbuckle, jumps off the middle rope turnbuckle upwards, backward toward Kenny yeah. Rams, and then Dragon Rana's Yeah, head. does the front flip or whatever, and then does Which the Rana. fucked. It, <laughs> it was to- like Taz and Tony... Were absolute, they were speechless. If you want to know kind of an accurate noise that Mike made when he got punched by Ric Flair, go and listen to Tony and Taz shout when Vikingo lands things that they yeah. think he's going to die doing. Well, also, I mean, you know, you guys like that, they've been around so long and they're like, well, we've. It takes a lot to. We've him. never seen. Yeah. We've never seen anything like that. We've never yeah. seen that happen before in our combined. 60 years of pro wrestling experience. He was on a middle rope balancing in some move. And Tony said aloud, what's he doing? <laughs> and I was like, what's he going to do? I love how much Tony enjoys how excited he gets he about, so the, cur- about the current product. Like, you know, yeah. it, it's amazing. And he's in, frankly, he's my favorite part of Pretty much dynamite every Yeah, and week. he's friend of the show, as everyone knows. Everyone knows that Tony loves Tope. He was love, two episodes. Tope loves Tony. He came. A weird yeah. production issues with both. So we'll have him back eventually. I know, I know we said that two years ago. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. He's been busy. AEW's been doing really well. They've been doing really well. They're doing he's house shows now. A huge reason why. Which is great. Yep, that's right. More private. It's basically practice in front of an audience. Very so cool. Love house shows. Very cool. Who's your favorite wrestler? Mine is a wrestler that has come up a couple times in the last few episodes okay. because she keeps showing up on Dark Elevation, Dark, and she showed up at ROH in a really good match with, uh, I forgot her name, I should have wrote it down, she was like a luchadora, um, but uh, Billy Starks is my favorite wrestler. Billy Starks. The 18-year-old. Yeah. Wunderkind. 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 Yeah. Of, uh, of, of, of women's wrestling. And I learned also she's like six feet. She's been tall, but fucking great. But, but uh, uh, Patrice, he's like, yeah, she's like six foot. I was like, oh, 
she is taller than some of these other women. That's great. But she's 18. She she she's on ROH now. She won the match against this luchador. It was a really fun match. She did like this real cool combo. It wasn't a combo, but it was just in quick succession where it was like a a DDT thing where uh, the luchador rolled to the outside and then she immediately popped up and did a, a crazy tope. And it was just the fast sequence. Like that. I was like, oh yeah, hell yeah. That's great. And she's just like Nick Wayne. Mm-hmm. If they, you know, don't hurt themselves barring injury, they have a, both of them have like huge future potentials with being so young. Is Billy Starks American? Yeah, American. She's okay. East Coast, I think. Uh-huh. I was just, I was just curious because I never, I've never seen her wrestle. So yeah, she's just, that, that's she's really just a blonde, eighteen-year-old teenager. Really exciting. Yeah, and she, she, she's, she's really fun to watch. And this match in particular was, was, ex- I thought was better than. It's interesting because when I'm watching some of these uh, men and women wrestle dark matches mm-hmm. on elevation, but then I see them in a match on ROH that has a different feel. Mm. They do the handshake mm-hmm. and they go and have a match for six to eight minutes or whatever. Yeah. But it's compelling. Cool. It's not a squash match uh-huh. just to get the AEW talent over on the, on the local talent. It's just really fun. I hope, I hope we see more of that in the future when like, cause the dark matches we watched at Portland, Portland, it was not because it was people who might be contemporary wrestlers with, but it's just over and done. Everything was squash, squash, squash. Yeah. There's no dynamics to the match. Right. Like J- like, J- like Jaden got smashed. But that made sense in that context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like seeing Billy go one-on-one with this other woman and they actually have this really compelling story in the ring and it goes somewhere and it's not just Athena coming out and wrecking shop on some younger talent. Yeah. Even though that's her kind of gimmick right now anyway. But yeah, I like the... Cool. Yeah, like the Outrunners were on ROH episode right. three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turban. Yeah. <laughs> Turban Truth. Truth Magnum and Scab. Southern Turbo. They're so good. They're just little Hulk Hogan's. I love them. Uh. Um, they they lost, but they had like a good 10-minute match with, I think it was Christopher Daniels and probably Eric. Uh, Evan Bourne. Definitely okay. thought you were going to say Eric Bischoff. <laughs> Eric Bischoff was there. Okay, well, hey, great. That's great. Uh, Billy Starks, you know. Uh, Mike, if, you have the ROH login. You got a, I, true, you got a month of shows you can if watch. You, if you New have show. any, uh, if, you, if, you, if you need any ideas for a, a Wunderkind gimmick, let us know because we're intimately familiar with, and we, there's nothing we like better than a Wunderkind. Yeah. In wrestling, right? We love a Wonder Kid. We love a Wonder this Kid. A Ted Lasso storyline happening right now. Oh, really? One of the bad guys wants to be called Wunderkind, but <laughs> the journalists keep calling him Wonder Kid. It's pissing him off. Because <laughs> it's not what it means. It's kind of the same, but it's like, kind it's of. different. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. It's so diminishing. Oh, that's great. <laughs> um, what were you saying, though? No, I don't know. We just got to <laughs> we, we gotta get it. What I'm saying is we got to get her a leather jacket and some techno. She comes out of the some ring. And teal tights. She, she, her tights are crazy. They're like Oscar, where they're... I know what you're getting, you're getting at. You can't see me right now, but I'm doing... I'm dancing like Alex Wright. Exactly. Yeah, he's the... I, hope we, you think we're gonna, I think we're going to get some Alex Wright tonight, baby. Maybe. I'm feeling it. Billy comes out almost like Oscar's tights, where it's like... Mm-hmm. A lot of Joshi wrestlers' tights was like fifteen different patterns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like straps yeah. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Like zebra here, zebra yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. But when she comes to the ring, she comes out in like a old mascot, like bunny hat head, but it's like burnt and gross. Looking. Oh wow! And it's it's hideous. And she takes it off. Her she's got her tongue out. She's biting her tongue. She's like a real cute, but this this scary hat. I think Rick Abani was like. I, uh, Billy Stark's fun, but man, that thing is dirty. Man, that's a creepy hat. <laughs> that's a creepy hat. We got to get JR on commentary. 
That's where he should go. <laughs> he would love that. I don't know about you. I think that's a pretty creepy hat. Do you know how like rock hard in his old age JR would get for watching two men or women shake hands before a match and after a match? I don't know about y'all, but I am rock. I am diamond hard. God, this right coat now. of honors making my barbecue sauce sing. Wrestling's not fake. <laughs> Look at these handshakes. It's real. Gravity's real. <laughs> Bobby, I thought you were you were supposed to come out with the Vestal Virgins. <laughs> what, ha- what happened? What happened? Also in that video, JR interviewed both Macho and Brain when they so came to the Oh, and a great toga. Anyway, that's fun. Those are a few wrestlers. Billy Starks, and who was yours again? El Hijo de Vikingo. I wrote that down. Yeah. He has Supercard of Honor against Commander, which we saw live. Oh, sick. Commander two. ruled, dude. Commander was also part of... Uh, the AEW ladder match thing where Hobbs won the ring. He was in that one, too. Oh, okay. They used him as like, you're small and fast. You're yeah, gonna... you can fly. You can get thrown. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, in that match, Air Fox gets like, Hurricane run off a top rope to land on the mm-hmm. ladder that's suspended in between the, off the ground. Mm-hmm. And then Commander comes out of nowhere, gets on the other top rope, and like splashes on AR Fox for no Fuck, reason. Get fucked. He's like, hey, I'm just going to do it into AR Fox a little bit more. I think it's everyone's favorite part. Yeah, it's time. I got a que- another question for you, and it's a good one. Yes, this one, I apologize to everybody. This one, there's not going to be a lot of drama as far as whether this one is or isn't. Because from where I'm sitting, this is a, a lock for a first ballot Hall of Fame. Uh, okay. <clears throat> All right. We got here, uh, Yahoo news, but it's the Yahoo news app, but it's actually Reuters is the article from Reuters. Thanks. Reuters. Thanks. Reuters. Whenever I read that, I think Wooters cause my dad calls penises Wooters. No. Yeah. He never really, I think he thinks it's funny. It is funny. Wooters. Hey, what's going on with your Wooter? How's your Wooter doing? <laughs> my dad's from Canada. Yeah. It sounds like a Canadian. <laughs> How's thing? your Wooter doing? How's your Wooter doing? My water is fine. It's we got a reservoir. No, your water. Uh, your water. Oh, my penis. Yeah, it's fine. That's end scene. <laughs> that's the, I'm just that's like, a micro. Welcome scene. to Canadian doctor. <laughs> that's An, our Canadian doctor micro scene experience. Okay, Lake Seal, Switzerland, via Reuters. David Venseal emerged from the depths of Switzerland's Lake Seals on Tuesday after a record dive beneath the ice to a depth of more than 50 meters without a wetsuit. Oh, that's a cold plunge. 50 meters down, <laughs> no wetsuit. The 40-year-old Czech diver's record vertical plunge is 52.1 meters in a single breath. It follows his entry into the Guinness World Records book for swimming the length of a frozen Czech lake in 2021. Well, I don't know... Wait, is he plunged? They didn't say how big the lake is. I was like, is the lake 52 meters? But that's a plunge. That must be depth. Vincile dived through the hole in the ice, then retrieved a sticker from the depth of 50 meters to prove his feet before reemerging through the same hole. He found the hole. He, he came back up and found it. the same hole. He spat some blood. <laughs> <laughs> just, some, just some casual blood spitting Where's after. Where's the blood from, you brain? <laughs> Brain blood. Brain blood. Sat down for a minute and then opened a bottle of champagne. Well, yeah, he's got to re- 
brain blood, so you got to keep it thin. Yeah. I la- a later visit to the hospital confirmed there was nothing serious. All right. The Swiss <laughs> plunge in temperatures of uh, between one to four degrees Celsius took him one minute, 54 seconds. Are you looking up some conversions here? Yeah, I'm going to convert this to American. His promoter, Pavel Kahlo, said, which was a bit slower than expected. He is... His promoter said he could have done it faster. Promoter basically went like, mm, he's like, we'll do another yeah, one. We'll wait till the next one. We need him to not remember his name for an hour. <laughs> That's deep. Quote, he kind of enjoyed it, but he admits he was a little more nervous than usual, but he had some problems with breathing. Oh, shit. He told Reuters, quote, there's nothing difficult for him to be in cold water. Lack of oxygen is something normal for him. But this was completely different because it's really difficult to work with the pressure in your ears in cold water. He added, my jaw's been fucked, so I've had some weird pressure on my left ear. And uh-huh. I, my head would explode if I tried to go even 15 yeah. meters. And just for the, just for those of us who only do Fahrenheit, uh, z- of course, zero Celsius is freezing. So 32 degrees Fahrenheit. Right. So one to four degrees Celsius is basically like 33 degrees to 39 degrees That's Fahrenheit. like colder That's than my... That's how cold the water was. That's colder than my sink can make my water. Like, our sinks can't do oh, that. Oh, much colder. Yeah. Much, much colder. <laughs> hey, can my sink do this? Um, uh, if you combine all three of these things, cold water, lack of oxygen, and the problem with working with pressure, it's something very unique, he added. Oh, that's the last thing. Okay, so the actual title of the uh, the article is Free Diver Plunges to Record Depths Beneath Frozen Swiss Lake. And he got a little photo of him, which I was going to ask. He's got a rope, so of course he's going to find the same hole. Because he just uh, follows yeah. the rope, little yellow rope. That's good. This photo is great. I love this photo. Right? Someone this took a muddy, shot of that. This this muddy, shitty photo of him underwater, upside down. Um, okay, so the free diving is shit house. Yeah. The free diving in cold water is double shit house. The free gi- diving in colder water at that depth is triple shit house. Triple shit house. <laughs> the uh, uh, blood hemorrhaging. Yeah, spit some blood. Is four times shit house. <laughs> the champagne after the blood yeah, hemorrhaging yeah. is five shit yeah. house. Yeah. The fact that nothing is wrong with him <laughs> is six. Seven maybe because his promoter's like, we can do this again and get some more money off of this yeah, probably. Um, uh, he's fine. So he's like, he's almost got two hands full of shit house here, finger wise. You see what I was doing? There's ten fingers. There's ten fingers. Also, Seven apparently this is this is not only like some... This is like a stat. This is some kind of a actual thing that people keep track of. Like, how far can you dive beneath a frozen lake? <laughs> well, they, when 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 <laughs> Namor eventually attacks from the underwater depths. Oh yeah, right. He's Namor Prince, now. He's Prince not Namor. Nam- He's Namor Prince now. Namor. God, that was a fun movie. I saw. I saw a lot of. Con- it's, it's the most depressing Marvel movie, but I've seen it five times. I went hard into Wakanda forever, man. But we'll talk about that in three years on Marvelous Idea. Wow. Um, Yeah, so when he attacks, they just need humans to be able to get down there, breathe, and fight. But Well, we've got one soldier anyway lined up. We've got one Swede. This This is our underwater Captain America. Thank you for your service. Slowest shield throw ever underwater. (laughs) 30-degree water. Slow dodge. All right, so it sounds like it was shithouse. Yeah. All right, great. What do you got for me? So, um, speaking of war. Okay. Okay. What is it good for? Every few nights, Mm. my buddies and I will jump on Warzone Call of Duty. 
basically just to chat, hang out, and hopefully get some kills on some some other players. Some right? noobs, yeah. And uh, my buddy Ryan sent me a video on uh, Reddit of someone taking advantage of some players. And uh, oh no, you can ride vehicles. Okay. In Warzone, and one of those vehicles that you can ride is a quad four wheeler, which are particularly small. So, let's turn the volume on this guy. It's a little bit long. Uh, you'll get the idea, so I won't play all two minutes because that's almost another segment. But here we go. Okay. So he's doing proximity chat, so he can hear what everyone else is saying, and they can hear him. They can hear him <laughs> laughing. Just, he's just singing Island Boys and backing up people. Backing up over people on this ATV as they come up the stairs. And it's an instant kill. <laughs> Just listen, because they can hear him. They hear him laughing. And it's proximity, so they can hear him laughing as he's coming up the stairs. He's hacking. He's not, because the quad just fits in the doorways. Oh. <laughs> this is a great... <laughs> He's killing whole teams. <laughs> He's just running them over. <laughs> and it basically goes on. I'll send you that oh, so you can watch. Wow. You can watch all two minutes with wow, Stacy. I think Stacy will yeah, enjoy it too. Definitely, definitely love that. But uh, at the very end, one he actually gets a four-man buggy into one of the doorways, oh, like a double doorway. <laughs> <laughs> just this buggy. Just this guy's like, what the hell? <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> Is it all loaded up with dudes? No, it's just uh, him. But I think he's in a quad game, so there's teams of four and just him killing oh them all. Oh, my God. That's so good. Oh, my God. <laughs> the first one is so like, funny. I think his team is 13. It's going to come up these stairs. And he reverses <laughs> just kills him. That's so good. Anyway, is it shithouse, though? Yeah, super shithouse. Yeah. So I that it, it also oh. that I, uh, reason I brought up that I play Warzone every once in a while because I kind of bring that energy sometimes mm. just to have a bit of fun, a little chaos. Yeah, sure. So, you know, you got to get a rocket launcher and yeah, see what happens. Yeah, you know, rock hard. Well, no. Yeah. I'm soft as hell. Launch but... some rockets. No, you couldn't, you couldn't get hard if you, if you were, if your life no. depended on it. This is late at night. I'm, yeah. You're I'm all done. Dr- I'm You're all done drugs. For the day. I'm done. There's done nothing. I'm not doing anything. Yeah. You know, no one's coming over. No one's coming over. I'm not going anywhere. If you're leaving, close the door. Now, what's this? I'm not expecting people anymore as deep purple when a blind man cries so it's like anymore yeah. and as he says more a tear comes down see me breathing God, so grief so Lying much, so much grief so much grief uh we're done we're done everyone hey go to peacock all right yeah search monday night nitro go to season <laughs> it's two we're in season, season two. two season episode two. three january 15th just find that it's got macho the thumbnail's really close up with four heads. I saw it earlier today. Macho and someone else. And then uh, Monday Night Raw, no, January 15th as well. I forget the thumbnail for that one, but that's like season five. Season five for that. Yeah. yeah three, but you know four. what? Season four, I think. If Listeners, if, if you're syncing up and you're watching this along with us and not skipping ahead like dirty cheaters then your Peacock account will show where you left off. Good and that's for you. where we yeah, are. That's what we are. That's where we are. That's where we're at. By the way, if you want to check us out online, it's Tope Suicida Pod. That's the handle. You'll find all of our shit houses there, our favorite wrestlers, 
And uh, if you want to get a hold of Bo, it's at Bo Rosser. Yeah, and we got a TikTok account. Not TikTok seriously in the news. It's going to push our TikTok account. Yeah, why not? Hashtag TikTok. You know, because if they're trying to ban TikTok, baby, no, we're not going to Facebook. Uh-uh. TikTok Tope. TikTok Tope. Well, it's the same thing. Tope Susie to Bod. Hey, go to Peacock. Watch it with us. We'll talk to you about the matches after the break. Real heel shit. <laughs> Real heel shit. <laughs> let, me just, let me get these two episodes off my Apple TV queue. Like, you want to watch the next episode? or? Here's what I'm thinking, dude. You go into Popeye's and you try and grab a straw. And then they tell you you can't do that. But the thing is, brother, you already did it. You already did it, dude. And when little tiny 15-year-old twerp says, hey, you can't reach behind the counter, you go, I already did. I already did. That's the story you missed about how cool I am. Yeah, that was real cool. Very, very cool. He <laughs> did. As he's unwrapping the straw. Let's tell the story. Okay, listen. I won't tell the whole story about yeah. how I'm incensed about these teens. Yeah, those teens. But this was a, a, an employee teens. at Popeye's. I went to get some blackened chicken earlier because you get you get that delicious chicken Popeye's without all the buttered fried batter. Right, yeah, right. They take like six minutes to make. You got to wait for them. Yeah. Make them fresh. They make them fresh. And uh, I'm like, can I get my small cup with some DC? Can I get some DC out of tap, tap, tap Diet Coke? <laughs> my favorite comes from the mouth of Mount Tabor. Yeah, right from the <laughs> mountains of Mount Tabor. Yeah. yeah. And so I was, I, was, uh, I was like, hey, can I get my small cup? And as I'm saying that, there's plexiglass in front of the register. There's straws hidden back there. I reach for a straw because I'm just yeah, you reach multitasking, you know? Reach for a straw, brother. And this little twerp, this little, co- this little, yeah. little dweeb, yeah. it's like, oh, it's my first job here at Popeye's. And he's like, hey, you well, can't touch. <laughs> he's like, customers can't really reach behind the counter for stuff. And <laughs> as he's saying that, I already got the straw. I'm peeling the top. My response <laughs> is the coolest response on the planet Earth. And that was, I already did. <laughs> What the fuck do you want me to do about it now? It elicits two things. That one. What do you want me to do about it? Or what are you going to do about it? What I didn't get, brother, was what happened after you said that. What did he do slash say? Dude, I just walked away. He didn't say shit. What do you mean what he say? I'm just curious what his reaction was. He did. I think he tried to get back at me with the barbecue comment later, which now I have to tell, too. I come back, I get the biscuit, biscuit in every meal, and I'm like, hey, to the other clerk that actually rang me up, not this twerp, not yeah. this dweeb. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, can I get some honey for the biscuit? And the kid <laughs> working at a restaurant, yeah. uh, Popeye's, yeah. knows that he doesn't have to pay for the honey. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> so he <laughs> gave me seven or eight packets. Seven honey. Here you go, bro. And as I'm walking away with my honey packets. Yeah. In my bag at the bottom is one cup of something, and yeah. I get here in the here in my periphery the kid, the twerp, the dweeb, yeah. tell the cool kid that gave me all the honey packets. I already gave him barbecue, so. <laughs> so I don't know what that has to do with anything. You don't put barbecue sauce on your biscuit. And one, I don't want barbecue sauce on my blackened chicken. No. The barbecue sauce is for the breaded chicken. Absolutely, no. You need ranch. Or some type of ranch you just, equivalent. No, you just eat it juicy, baby. For the black you just and chicken. Shovel it down. You don't oh, need to do anything, and you, you don't, didn't, do don't touch your to genitals it. or your eyes afterward, yeah. though, before you wash your hands because you got that black. Yeah, in there. right. That'll sting. 
Anyway, that dweeb couldn't do shit. Yeah, he didn't do <laughs> couldn't anything. Couldn't do shit. But I, and I watched. No way he was spitting in my food. I watched. Oh, nice. Good. Good. Yeah, he knew. Yeah. He knew I, uh, my, in my, my black hoodie and my yeah. jeans. I was tough. Yeah, local tough. <laughs> local tough. Yeah. Bo Rosser. Local tough says, hey, the straw already grabbed it. So anyway, dude. Yeah. So, uh, Raw Nitro, uh, happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. At least um, on Raw it was. It wasn't on Nitro. Yeah, we really got we to gotta get down. It wasn't on Nitro. We, uh, before, it, wasn't, it wasn't Martin Luther King Day on Nitro. There's no mention of before it. Before we even talk, we got to build the case here real quick. Oh, okay, let's build the case. I got a first bullet point here. Mention uh, that Nitro... Uh, mentioned that Nitro didn't have an MLK intro that Raw did. Right. Strike one. Okay. Previous strikes. First shot of the Civil War is right down the street. Bischoff said that once. The first shot that started the Civil War. Right. Right down the street. Right down the street. What a momentous yeah. location. Mm. Civil War Halloween costume. Another strike. Right. Yeah. Sure. That's my three points building the case. So, so far, we've got three. You we've know got, what? We've got, we've got three. And we're not saying that Bischoff is racist. No, no. we're not saying that. But we're building the case. We're building the case. <laughs> and, and you know what, what I have here? I think you need to tell the fans. So I have episode 177, right? Mm, mm. I've already made for 10 weeks episode 187, but I've copy-pasted building the case. Building the case. So that we never forget. Great. Good. Let's not ever forget. So we'll be back in 10 weeks and if, see if we can build the case mm. further. Case of what? We can't Who's say. Who's to say? Who's to yeah, say? Who could know? Um, but so that's, that's that new segment. Whatever that case is, we're going to build it. So that's all the notes I have. Okay, great. Um, but the actual shows themselves, Brawl was just drizzling shit outside of the first two matches. Really bad. Yeah. So it was Janetti versus Owen. Yep. Two, two just wonderful dudes. Good wrestlers. Yep. Solid match. Um, and then uh, some backstage stuff. I think Sean, a big, like a five minute Sean mm, Michaels yeah. thing about yeah. just to say he's in the yeah, rumble, which we already to, knew he's in the rumble. We already knew, but he got jumped <laughs> by those nine hoods. Yeah. Those nine local, those tufts. nine local toughs that jumped those in. nine will take straws all day. And then he collapsed in the match with Owen oh, and so the doctors sad. or what, you know, and he has to forfeit the title to Dean Douglas and his eye is bloodshot. Right. And sad. then, um, let's see what else. Oh, uh, we had several updates backstage with Doc Hendricks who promised he was going to talk to Razor Ramon about yeah. this crush that gold dust has on him. So it, before we do that, the, Steve Austin had a wonderful match against oh, right. Matt, Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy, uh, no, no, yeah, Matt Hardy, really and it was ring really gear good that match. Vince just gave him before the match. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, "Here, um, that was an excellent match." But to the Doc Hendricks thing now, since that's since that's the wrestling's out of the way. Now we've got the wrestling done. Doc, oh, Hendricks. Well, let's not forget about the smoking guns and the arachnoids. Jim <laughs> convinced was yeah. at like three thirty p.m. that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People were still yeah, coming yeah, to the building. Not sure when or where that happened. Oh, we're here back from commercial break. Well, uh, well, hope they don't in, notice. In, in uh, the midst of uh, the smoking guns and the arachnoids here. <laughs> I remember, like two two minutes later, like wait, did the smoking guns? What happened to that match? What? Because oh. I blinked and the second yeah, was yeah, over. Yeah, 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 yeah. The arachnoids um, got fucked. So Doc Hendricks, he's so pumped about Razor, right? All right. We get segment little backstage yeah. one, poorly lit backstage one. Yeah. Uh, Doc actually doesn't look like he's been sleeping very well because he's waiting for Razor. Doop, doop, doop. He's not here yet, but he's got a sneaky suspicion he will be later. Okay, more more show yeah. happens. More and, and boy, when he does show up, man, 
It's going to be really interesting it's, it's, it's to see what, be huge what Razor has to say about gold dust. Everyone in attendance that's seeing this play out on whatever screen at the at the stadium is like, yes, I can't wait. What's Razor oh, going to say wait, to Doc? Can't wait, can't wait. So they get the second segment. We're back. We're like in, <laughs> you know, we're in minute 30 or something yeah, of the yeah, show. And yeah. he's like, he's coming soon. Cool, cool. All right, right. building. So he comes in the third then, segment. Yeah. He comes hard. Well, we come, well, right, and right before that, I believe we had, um, the uh, Isaac Yankum and Undertaker match start. And then when there was a moment where Undertaker might be tombstoning Glenn, uh, we cut back to Doc Hendricks. Pace twice. Paced once or like twice. Like a one and a half. Pace. It cut before the second pace <laughs> was back, done. And then back to the ring for the finish, which was real good. So then Razor shows up uh, and then fucking <laughs> no sells him. He just walks by him. <laughs> just walks by him. And that's it. You waited an hour for that. That's it. We had Goldust in the ring doing a promo with Vince, where Vince used the word, I think, homophobic for the first time on WWF television. And I think he thinks that he's being real edgy and and cutting edge, but actually he's what he's just happening is he and this storyline are incredibly homophobic because it's equating it's equating homosexuality or queerness with non-consent yeah and 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 here's also uh so it's 96 there's tons of gay panic i'm watching oh yeah yeah, 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 i'm I'm fully in season three which is 96 tons of gay panic and friends but also at the same time all the characters are fully okay with people being gay Mm -hmm. but if they're called gay they're like whoa 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 whoa, it's so weird it's yeah that's the 90s for you but if if you look up the definition of gay panic i think all you would need is that camera angle of Vince on the right, his face, <laughs> and gold dust. Yeah. Just Vince's face is really all you need. That's gay panic yeah, right gay there. Panic. That's fully gay panic. Yeah. Because <laughs> Dustin, bless his heart, he's just, he just, I don't, did he make up the gimmick? Uh, you know, honestly, I feel like he's I, trying to I, do something, but Vince is getting his fingers I in I don't it. know how much of gold dust being... So the, the character was a, apparently pitched to Dustin as androgynous. Right. But Dustin didn't know what androgynous means. <laughs> okay. So he was like, okay, whatever. Sure. What, I don't have to work for dad. Great. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, but, but the androgyny is not the, the uh, troubling thing no. about the character, <laughs> right? The, 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 like the idea that a character could be, have male and female aesthetic qualities is yeah. interesting and in fact would have been cutting edge and would have been great and, blah, 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 and uh would have would, would have been fine and the fact that gold dust maybe has crushes on the people that he wrestles would yeah. have been fine the issue is that it is framed as gold dust is a predator yeah so i feel like what well, i'm saying i feel like yeah he gold dustin is trying to do something yeah. but he's <laughs> every step of the way vince is countering it yeah. with gay panic the whole way trying to do what he thinks the interpretation is. Yeah, I don't. It's, I, I, it's very interesting because I, I feel like I Dustin know. over the years has pulled, has taken that ownership back in a way. Um, yeah, Goldust became less shitty over time. Yeah, Goldust became like endearing over time, but the first couple of years of Goldust are really rough. Nothing but gay panic and just Super. when you can. Yeah. Get those balls out. Dustin. Oh yeah, well the balls are out. The balls sure. are out. There, We're not, no, nothing looks bad there. Look. Everything's good Everything there. Everything there? Pouched. Perfect, perfectly it's pouched. A, a little purse of coins. <laughs> and just a real flaccid dick Down curled in, in there. Front, just a little. Just curled just in there with. Curly cute. You know, we all know. Bit, kind of a, we all know. Kind of a pigtail. We all have bigger balls than our dick, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, we'll see you next week. <laughs> uh, if you're a listener of, of the program. And, this is and, a giggly and, episode. And, and, and uh, you don't have a penis that's smaller than your balls. <laughs> please let us know what that's like. <laughs> We'll get the P.O. box up and running soon. Also, if you want to eat, you can email Big Balls No Problem, and that forwards to topiesuzitapod at gmo.com. Oh, man. Oh, God. Uh, And then the show, you know, the show ended. uh, The the show proper. Well, that's how how the Razor Doc thing ends. Is Doc and Gold Dust? Yeah, yeah, Doc. Because it's the same badly yeah, lit yeah, shot yeah. because his balls are yeah, too Gullis bright. Yeah, was giving his second promo of the evening. He had one in the ring with Vinnie Mac, and then one with Doc backstage because he's going to have a match with Brett next week. Yeah, and they, he got like three words into it, and then Razor was like, "Hey, Chico, don't don't be gay around yeah, me. Don't, you can be Chico. You that was kind of Brett. Okay, you pretending to be Scarface. You could be gay. You can not be, again. You can be gay, Chico. It's just not, not around me. me. Um, Might as well blow my brains out. But uh, despite also the gay panic yeah. there, uh, that fight, that little tear apart, fucking rules. It's poorly lit. They're outside, and there's no lighting outside. The the the, the no, and the and the camera guy had to keep turning up the gain. Yeah. because they kept going farther and farther From into the, the building, darkness, into the like. The, the 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 last truck that came in for like gear that's how far they are they're at the last truck it was fucking aw- it was by far the best part of raw that little brawl that Razor gold dust, and gold dust legit slipped almost like when like the nasty yeah. boys and the harlem heat were slipping all around the concession <laughs> the stands mustard, the mustard. in the shithouse challenge yeah. which we'll get we'll get to the shithouse invitational everyone we'll get there eventually Look, stop bugging us so we'll get there all right we'll get there but that was raw Okay, that was raw. Mostly shit. All the matches were fine, except uh, for Undertaker came, where it was very was, boring. It was bad, obviously. <clears throat> but, you know, is there only three matches? Nah, don't forget about the smoking guns versus the arachnoids. They try to pull a fast uh, one. Yeah. yeah. We got four matches We got four tonight. matches. We got four matches, yeah. Um, but, ha- you know, a th- a two-thirds of those were good, so. Yeah. Nitro. We discussed really no MLK segment, right? No MLK segment. Not a not a mm-hmm. mention Nothing. of his not name. Not a mention. Nothing. Not even like Nothing. a and in happy fact, Martin Luther King. And in fact, I don't even think that there was anyone on the broadcast that might identify as being black. <laughs> to be to be to be honest with you, uh, go ahead and add that to the add that to the to the case <laughs> Mang, that we're building. Only person of color. Mang, only person of color. <laughs> I can't be right. I think that is right though. I think that's right. Everybody else in the dungeon of doom. Everybody else in the horseman. Everyone's white. Not a woman on the show. Not a woman on the show. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> the 90s suck. All right, so what's the bullet point? What do we got here? What, how, how should I write this bullet um, point? Not, so not only no, no mention of MLK Day, but in fact, no black performers of any kind on MLK Day show. You couldn't have a Harlem Heat match on Martin Luther King Day. They were in the promo for Saturday night, though. <laughs> They're fighting Sting and Lex. Okay, yeah, that's good. That's really that's a great point. But 
I think we started hey, to count. Tune in, tune in, tune in in a couple days when it's not MLK Day, so that you can see our tag, our awesome tag team champions who happen to be black. Yeah, who happen to be the, two of the best wrestlers on the planet? Two of the greatest. Um, no mention of MLK on WCW. <laughs> no black wrestlers. We we've had Sergeant Pittman come out in in the la- the last like three or four weeks trying to get people trying well, to get I people to manage him. There's no more people to ask at the booth, so he's done. <laughs> that gimmick, that storyline's over because everyone said no. It didn't go anywhere, oh so it's God. over. Oh that's a very God. that's a very like a storyline that felt like it was happening before Eric showed up and it just is still here. And Eric's yeah, like, you can't maybe. get rid of this fucking oh, this gimmick. Yeah, I don't know. No, I think he made the, he made a, I don't know. Let's make a mental note. Let's see it. if we ever see him again. Yeah. Sir, Sergeant Craig Pittman. Yeah. yeah. Classic name and wrestler. <laughs> All um, right. But the matches tonight on Nitro. Yeah. It opened with Mach. Macho and Lex. It's hot. Cause like the, super hot. The friendship quandary is yeah. the biggest storyline yeah well we know that macho is no fan of lex luger and they're not that. friends they're not friends. they're not friends but that lex is, yeah. is friends with sting and macho is friends with sting and hulk is friends with and macho. hulk is friends with macho sometimes hangs out with sting because they sting both like hulk hate flair both hang out in the same circles because they don't like enemy. flair yeah we and know flair that flair like, also is yeah. friends with the temple of doom which do not like Hogan. Right. So uh, logically, it all makes it all 100% makes sense. It makes sense. sense. It literally it does. Um, it, w- that match was better than it had any right to be. Particularly, the ending sequence was one of my favorite things that I've seen in from camera quite a angle while. to the move itself was and to the execution of missing it was just tell them what it happened. It was perfect. Macho had Lex down. It, it, he didn't. He didn't take all day. I mean, he climbed the ropes, and he's gonna go. He's gonna hit that elbow drop, and he jumps about forty feet in the air, and he's gonna just cave in right Lex in Luger's right chest. In the heart. And at the last second, believe it or not, Lex Luger shows the greatest timing in the history of wrestling, and he just moves out of the way, and Randy just gets. Fucked his he, all his body weight right down on his elbow, and he doesn't. Lex this is the first time in his life he does not make a noise when he does his move. He's just silent. silent. That's the rolling noise you heard. Rolls out of the way, and then he doesn't waste any fucking time. He doesn't do anything stupid. He gets right back up, realizes, oh my god, I've got the shot here. Puts on the torture rack, and that's it. Then the coward that Lex is keeps the rack on him after the bell is rung. The match is over, Lex. Put Randy down. Mm-mm. Keeps racking him. <sighs> Maybe we'll figure out what happens with that later on in the show. Yeah. Because, honestly, the booking of this episode is really good. Yeah. <laughs> it really, and I'm thinking about it. It's really cohesive. Uh, then we had... No cruiserweights tonight. What do we no have No cruiserweights. We had Public Enemy versus short the tag. American Males. Yep. Which was an okay tag match, but the spot after the match was the real stake. That also, was the Buff had a couple of highlights in there. Just That's a true. hot tagger on Buff, and yep. he did a bunch of moves. The crossbody off the top mm-hmm. was great. There was a lot to like there. But the double stack, oh. custom Mwah. made, Mwah. particle board, um, plywood. Amazing. Shit tables. Was it Buff that got fucked? Yeah. Yeah, it was Buff. Uh, just a double decker table sandwich with oh, a fucking a somersault. Senton. A, a bomb off the fucking top of 300 pounder doing that shit. I want to see imagine. I want to see Brody King do that. He already does that in the corner. Oh. Now I want to see him stack up 
a whole like five. Let's do a pyramid. Let's do five tables. Right. Three on the bottom, two on the top, uh-huh. and then just slam jam power bomb through the two on the top, and slam everyone goes jam through it power all. Bomb. Everyone goes through all of it. Uh, we had a segment between the four horsemen and the Dungeon of Doom where they Very agreed weird. that they would stop bickering and that they respected each other. They looked like a unused accordion, like when it's all smooshed yeah. together. Yeah, it's all <laughs> smooshed yeah. up. Yeah. Um, and then as a result of that segment, we had another one of the greatest things I've ever seen in wrestling, which was Arn Anderson slapping the shit out of Brian Pillman. And it was it was the pause. He stepped back to see him. So he kind of stepped yeah. back. one. Yeah, foot. he set his feet. He was to, like, yeah, okay. he's like, let me plan up. Let me square up here and just. And I'm expecting Orn to yell at him. It was a left hand too. Mm-hmm. Orm's a southpaw. Oh, is he? Orm's okay. Yeah. Well, I'm not impressed. <laughs> no, a very impressive slap. He just. I'm expecting him to yell at Pillman or something. I don't know what, but it happened. The slap happens in this void where you're expecting something else, mm-hmm. but it's the hardest slap in the fucking also, world because they're all so close. Yeah, it seems more violent. It was everyone's and everyone Gene fucking wants to get out of there. It, 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 like scared the shit out of him. Scared me. Like Flair was like shocked by it. You know, didn't Cody get fucking bitch slapped by Arn during some training? Yes. Montage? Yeah. Yeah. Or headlock. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. That was... Fucking slapped him upside the face. Arn, you know, still to this day, 30 years later, still slapping, slapping fools. You keep your mouth shut. They have a built in Arn, Brock Anderson, Pillman Jr. That's a built in story. Yeah. It's well, perfect. Like, yeah. Get well soon, Griff. That's why the blondes are out. Griff's Griff's hurt again. Uh, Then we had Sting defending. The weirdest lineup. Not not defending. uh, Challenging Flair for the big belt, the big gold belt. This is the main event, everyone. This is not the main event. This is not the main event. Because we learned something last week. One, Mike and I have a very fun new Hulk impression. (laughs) Two, you know, brother, I just think I should do the main event, dude. And I know what you're saying, man. You're saying, yeah, okay, they're wrestling for the for the heavyweight championship. Yeah, sure, right. I know. I get it. But I'm wrestling me. But what I'm thinking is, man, what if I go on after and me and Ming, we tear it down and we just listen to the maniacs and you guys will be in the back. Hey, can I actually come out with you this time? Jimmy, I'm going to need you to stay in the back, brother. I can't bring out my bullhorn this time. I'm going to go out there and put a beat down on that big, stinky, ugly Ming, man. Hogan. Can I open the match? Can I help you out? Can I come out and save you if you get into trouble? Yeah, Randy, yeah. I know what you're saying, brother. <laughs> this is calm, Terry. But what I think is you should just come out with that spike. Come out with the spike. And then you... Wait, no. Kevin will have the spike. <laughs> Kevin's going to have the spike. <laughs> Kevin will have the spike, dude. And then you come out and you try and stop him, right? But then he smacks you down. And then and then I go over and I stop him with the spike. Kevin's like a and tiny. I save, I save myself, man. Kevin's like a tiny dude, brother. So, like, you can get, you just get slap, <laughs> bitch slapped down by that small dude, dude. And then I'll save myself, brother. And then I'll save myself and I'll stop. Stick the spike in Ming's tights, so it'll be like you weren't even there, dude. It's like, why are you out here, dude? And then maybe I should cut a promo on you, man, where I say I'm the one that deserves a title shot. Not you, because you just got beat by Lex Luger, man. You're not even 100%, dude. Dude. Anyway, so we found out that... Hogan had to be the main event again. Hogan was the main event. They were technically still friends. 
Sting was unaware that Lex cost him the match against Flair, right. accidentally right. hit him with the megaphone, mm-hmm. uh, which was a really stupid, poorly done spot. Uh, the match was okay. It was Flair and Sting doing their thing. Uh, and uh, Sting was shocked to find out that his friend Lex had been involved. Randy and, and Hulk, Hulk were trying to show him the light. But then we had a little friction between yeah. the mega powers. Yeah, and it, you're, you may be asking yourself, Mike, Bo, I feel like every Nitro yeah. ends this way. Every, every Yeah. And you'd be right. But... Also, it's still fun. It's still good for me a bit. I don't know. At this point, it is so funny. <laughs> yeah. Like, probably... I hope it goes on for another three months. I can't envision it ending until Scott Hall and Kevin Nash show up. Right. Like, I feel like it just yeah. goes yeah. and goes for at least. Well, we got six months. They'll show up at Bash at. Oh, no, I'm sorry. They'll show up before Bash at the Beach. So we've only got like. Maybe like four months. Okay. Well, it's taken us. Because they'll show up after WrestleMania. We've gotten through four months in three years. Yeah. So. Great. Okay. <laughs> so Excellent. See you in 2026. Excellent. Excellent. We'll finally be at the Nitro with NWO starting. Oh, man. Okay. Well, uh, I think it's a fun part at the end of the show we do right now. Tons of matches, tons of wrestlers, lots of talent. Lots of tights. Was Macho booked? He was. Shit. Well, okay. Lots of talent, lots of people there, but what did Macho look like? Macho Man looked like Macho Man. He he was wearing uh, a beautiful, streaming, glorious, just... Marty Jannetty colored... Unbelievable. Tights, but worn better. It was pink. It was, it was orange. It was green. It was red. It was excitement. It was, it was fear. It was... Love everything that makes up the human experience was encapsulated by those by those tights. It was mother, it was father. (laughs) Here's the thing: the only possible contender that isn't Macho Man tonight Mm -hmm. is fucking Ming. I don't know if I like the belt line area of the pants with like the the tribal tattoo stuff on the crotch area of the tights. The the cape on the way out though, with a head. It was a hooded cape that had a beautiful human it wasn't beautiful it was a huge golden like goblin throw some ears in there you can call him batman it was oh wait wait, hold for the pause for that a couple ears in there call him batman like batman yeah yeah hold for it the applause. We're holding the For applause. What? No, there's no applause. Everyone's in the cars. <laughs> you're just putting in. You're just putting applause. Oh my god. To the edit. He said now. Batman. That's amazing. When they see it, they'll know. So you think that that uh, is a contender to Macho? It's very I good. Think but now, you think it's a because contender. you made the Batman pun pun. No, it no longer is. Okay, it kind of took its fire You've out. Killed it. Yeah, because because it doesn't have ears and it can't be that. Nothing gold. I, I showed you the potential of what it could have been. And now that you know what it could have been, your it. heart's broken. No, that's not it. Is that why you no, said it couldn't win? It. That's not Interesting. it. Uh, Macho Man Randy Savage was yeah. tights of the night. Yeah, I don't even, we don't even discuss what he was on the show. I think what everyone wore was just their typical shit. Even Sting, when he came out, I was yeah. like, orange I've seen black. the orange black before. Yeah. Flair, I've seen the green. Green and yellow. Yep. Everybody was pretty much wearing, you know, other than the arachnoids who we hadn't seen up until now. 
They were fresh faced. They had, uh, it's easy to know they had masks on. They had masks on. <laughs> because they were either other wrestlers on the roster yeah. or just some local One of them guy. was probably actually just Jeff, Matt. It was Matt, Matt and Jeff again. Yeah. <laughs> it was just Matt Hardy. Uh, before, we, obviously, Macho, he's got the best tights in the world. But there was also a particular hairdo we saw tonight on a particular rest, restaurant wrestler <laughs> yes, that were. you're a huge fan of, especially yeah. right now with his storyline. Yeah. Um, that was Shawn Michaels. How did his hair look in his final video package? Would, remember when I said he's going to come back on video somehow, and he did? Yeah. He's Hogan right now. He is Hogan for WWF. Yeah. He's definitely. on too many video segments, but what yeah. was – explain his hair in Leonardo DiCaprio terms. Um, <laughs> never let go, Jack. Never let it, go. It was uh, – I'm just dropping by to say what's up to the uh, Seaver family. Uh, that's a, that was a growing pains joke. It was a Growing Pains reference. Leo was on the last season of Growing Pains. You know that? You could also use bow, wow. The latter yeah. would land. Yeah. And Clarissa explains it all. Uh-huh. That friend had the same hair. Right. He yeah. had a crush on her, right? Sure. I don't think they ever explored that, but yeah. you got a teenage boy coming to your room with a ladder every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's crushing hard. There's something happening there. He's a there's, pervert. There's, there's, a, there's, there's a, a warmth in his heart. There's a hope. There's a, There's a candle burning bright. Anyway, Shawn Michaels He's afraid like, to let shine. Look like yeah, Blossom's Yeah, Shawn brother. looked like a real dork. Uh, it was the thing is, is that the the mullet was pulled into the pony, and he still had some some junk up front that he was growing out. He looked <laughs> so like in sync. Like, it just looked like he was taking a school picture. Hey, bye bye bye. He was taking a school photo. He didn't even have the background guess, for a school photo. Yeah, he was. He looked like Bo said he looks like a Lawrence brother. Yeah, he looks like a Lawrence. He looks brother. like a Lawrence brother. Like which, Blossom's brother in yeah. the show Blossom. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> well, anyway, yeah. He imagine if um uh Dean Douglas the Dean Douglas gimmick like went out to nightclubs. Yeah, because yeah. they both have the tiny hoop earring. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Imagine the Dean Douglas, but. Actually, kind of a little bit less fitting jacket because Sean's jackets do not look good. Dean at least looks okay in his suit. John, uh, Sean's jackets are too big, but that might be an indication of 1996. Yeah, yeah, and not yeah. Sean. Yeah, you're wearing big stuff in '96. God, and we talked about this a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. that's back. As long as your pants look good, you can wear whatever size coat you want. No, you can't. You look like a child. <laughs> wear any size coat you want. Even oh man, so Macho, congratulations fit. once again, uh, Sean. Hopefully, your hair will be fixed next week. Before uh, we finish everything off, where uh, can people find us? You can find us at Tope Suicida Pod. That's on Twitter and Instagram. You'll find Bo at Bo Rosser on both of the social media platforms. Let us know how you're doing, uh, what your favorite wrestler is wearing this week, mm-hmm. and, you know, whether, you know, the ratio of your. Uh, dick to balls. Oh, also, uh, we learned recently that um, two dudes we've been talking to, Michael Brad Deschanel <laughs> and speaking <laughs> Baxter Sycamore, that they're going to start training hopefully soon, actually wrestling instead mm. of just being a bunch of really cool pros, mouthpiece pros. Um, so they might even have, maybe we'll invite them on for segments during training. To see what they say. That's a great idea. We you should know, have they them have on. their own little segment separate yeah. from us. You know, yeah, wrestlers in training. Mm-hmm. Cool. Just because you know we had wrestling school early with Caden. Right. It's like he's local. 
yeah, talk to these two local guys. Maybe they can have some cool stuff to say since they're going through the process. It's a great idea. I think we should do it. 100%. Do you want to write music for the intro or? No, we can. (laughs) Yeah, of course I can write music for the intro. I just might not do it right now. Oh, yeah, I get it. I get it. It's it's busy. It's busy. It's a busy time of year. Easter. (laughs) You read? Is that Sunday, actually? Is it today? No, Easter is next Next week. Next week. Okay. We got another. We got one more. We got. No more Tobes before Good Friday and Easter, though. Mm -hmm. This is the go home show to Easter. Yeah. Shit, it's also the, the, it's also the go home show to, to Supercard resu- of Honor. To the I forgot, resurrection. I forgot to do who's gonna win, but whatever. Oh no, we'll talk about who won next week. Great, who won is also a very good segment. It is. Um, <laughs> episode one seventy seven. It's been a giggly one. Yeah. What is wrestling? Wrestling is spandex. Wrestling is is lycra. Wrestling is leaving nothing to the imagination. Wrestling is playing with fire yeah, and accepting the consequences. Like maybe you might get burned. Maybe you burn down your backyard when you're 12. Maybe you burn down your backyard. I told that story. No, yeah, I've told, I you, did that. That was you, me. You burn, That's down, it. You, you burn down your backyard. Yeah. <laughs> Flame with matches dry, real dry in Texas hits dirt and in the sidewalk crack. And then just goes to the grass like a fucking lit piece of dynamite. Just like a fuse. <laughs> and then you, your sister's babysitting you too. And so you go inside, you shut the back door, go to your room. <laughs> you don't say anything. And then my sister goes, smells smoke and freaks out because the backyard is on fire. Oh my God. The fire, Alan Fire Department gets there and they want to talk to me. And I blame it on my brother, who's not even home. What the- and is at his friend's house. <laughs> Did they? Believe? They don't believe me. <laughs> I get in very big trouble, but it didn't spread from the house. So oh, thank God. <sighs> Burn uh, down that fucking Texas neighborhood like kindling. <laughs> so listen, hey, wrestling, wrestling is starting a fire, and then noticing that it is now beyond your control to stop it, and then just going up to your room and just kind of. Out of sight, out of mind. This is no longer... I was going into a room. This is no longer my problem. 20 feet away from the fire. <laughs> you is... know those windows that I climbed out of? Yeah. The room next door to that room mm-hmm. is the fire. <laughs> oh, great. All right. Well, that's what's wrestling for me today. Uh, what's wrestling for you? Is it starting a fire? Taking responsibility, I think. <laughs> Me telling the story is how I give back, you know? Right, yeah. So wrestling is giving back. Let wrestling that be is... a warning to you. Don't don't light any don't light any fires. Don't play with matches. But Bo was great at it. <laughs> it was great at it. <laughs> it's just in my mind, my what I see when yeah. it happens. Yeah. I'm just playing, here's the crack of the sidewalk and the couch go is I I blow the match out to set it down. And the the embers are like Oh my god! <laughs> fucking Mission Impossible. Dun 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 dun. Then I go inside because the backyard's dry ass Texas grass is on fire. Oh, anyway, wrestling is. You go inside. Wrestling is uh, childish imagination. <sighs> wrestling is 
that glee we get uh, when we get away with something. <laughs> when we know. When we learn from something. Because <laughs> I didn't play with matches ever again. When we almost murder a neighborhood. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> anyway, that's wrestling, baby. No. Tope Suicida, What Wrestling Can Be, is a knit comedy co-op production and edited by Mike Whitman and Bo Baxter-Rosser. Thanks for listening.